by dying. It's time to put a stop to all the madness. You deserve so much more in your life. It's your time to glow up. Welcome to the Time to Glow Up podcast with Rebecca Hennings and guests. Your journey to transforming from the inside out begins here. Welcome, 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 everybody. You are tuning in to the Time to Glow Up podcast, and I'm your host, Rebecca Hemmings. And I'm so glad to have you listening. It's, you know, we're still in the midst, in the UK at least, in the midst of this pandemic. And so we're constantly looking for ways to make ourselves feel better in a time of craziness. And I just like to, I like to always hope that conversations I have with my guests, that we're kind of helping people to find ways through the madness through the adversity so I have someone who will help me hopefully do that today and that is and that person is Shelley Palmer hey Shelley good well I say good evening <laughs> I don't know when this is going out thank you so much for having me yeah I mean it goes out around the world we have we have listeners from yeah. many different countries so you know wherever you are good evening good day good morning whatever <laughs> um but yeah thank you so much for, for for joining me you know we've spoken about having a conversation for a little while now mm-hmm. um, so yeah I, I suppose I'm really interested in knowing more about you and so for the listeners um how we know each other is that um and tell me if I'm wrong Shelley but what I remember I mean I many people who know me will know that I was in the Zumba world I taught dance fitness and there was this lovely lady called Lindsay J who kind of brought a whole bunch of Zumba superstars together to do their thing <laughs> I'm pretty sure I met you at one of those big hotel um, dance fitness events. Is that, do you remember, Shelley? Yes, I've met, I met, you know, you were a familiar face, a friendly, gorgeous face on the fitness circuit. Um, and I remember, um, you know, I've been in the fitness industry over 10 years. I think very, you know, very much like you kind of, you know, how a passion of ours and how we kind of got started on this, this journey um and I then remember catching up with you at Threeness with yes. Sylvia Johnson yeah <laughs> yes yes yeah a whole, whole bunch of us and so you know I so I met you you know I think we, perhaps we started our fitness journey at the same time because I started around 2010 about a year after Zumba came out yes so what was it that got you into this whole world of fitness because that's something that you're doing big time now I should say to the listeners you are known, Shelley, as the queen of fabulous fitness. And when I see your photos, you exude fabulousness, by the way. So oh, what, what, what you started? You. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, I missed that. No, sorry. I just want to know what, what started you on this journey, this fitness journey. Yeah. So as I said, I've been in the fitness industry for over a decade now. Mm. Um, previously, I've worked for companies in media and marketing, such as Red Bull and Mindshare, big corporates. Mm. And... Um, to be honest, I started in fitness because I was miserable in my job. Mm. Um, I was, I was, it was at the time, I mean, I don't want to tell anyone my age, <laughs> but it was, it was at the time I was working as a personal assistant and my boss, um, they called it Blackberry Rage back in the day. He'd be sending me messages through the night and I'd wake up as a PA with, you know, hundreds of messages. And I, oh, I just, wow. would go, yeah, I got very stressed. I got signed off work due to stress. I was burnt out. Um, and I was very lucky at the time, my partner and family, you know, just said to me, 
you can't go on like this. You yeah. need to take, you know, take a step back. And what do you want to do? Yeah. You, you know, you've always, you've always been great, you know, dance. I mean, at school, I, I played netball for county and Surrey champion and did lots of sports. And, I, you know, I've always danced. Mm. And I think it was my mum was like, why don't you do your ETM? Um, so for those who don't know, explain yeah. the ETM. Yeah. Yes, for those who don't know, ETM is short for Exercise to Music, which yes. is the first course that you do, you know, just to, to be an instructor in a gym. Yeah, so, yeah, because it's important to know. That's important, right? Because not all Zumba instructors had that. And so if you had yeah. your ETM, you were kind of at the top of your game. You really knew what you were talking about. So, but yeah, carry on. Yeah, no, sorry, I, I, I was very lucky and that I was able to sort of retrain. And, and I didn't, at the time, I did it just because... I wanted, you know, just for me, I wanted to do something for me. I think I I completely lost my sense of self. So I did, did the course and then I thought I'd just, you know, pick, pick up some weekend classes, but mm. it kind of, you know, I got, I got my first class at Cannon's Leisure Centre. I remember walking in for the 50 plus class. <laughs> <laughs> and you're based in, in London, right? So again, for the listeners. All right. So I'm in Birmingham and Shelley's in London. Yes. Yes. Just yeah, I'm south South London, <laughs> representing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I did my first class, and I loved it. And then that was it. I thought, okay, um, I did my aqua, and I think like a lot, a lot of instructors, I, I I then did my um fitness instructor course, my personal training course. Um, I got involved with a gym called Esporta. I was very lucky, and I became the studio coordinator. And um, it just grew from there. I ended yeah. up with about. 20 classes a week wow i used to always look at instructors i mean i think the maximum class amount of classes i ever did was like 10 and even that was crazy for me so i can't imagine what 20 looks like but you look fabulous you still look like you deliver 20 classes a week because your body looks amazing how have you kept your workout regimes up throughout this time throughout this time when gyms are closed i'm doing yeah i've got my um fabulous queen team so we, we do online workouts and um, as i say home workouts are queen right now yes yes <laughs> so yeah i'm you know just done a work just done a workout live on facebook tonight with my vip group Fantastic. Um, bite-sized hit so yeah just keeping it all you know i think it's as, as you you and i know i mean i'll talk about it later my glow up if exercise is a massive massive in you know for me in terms of my mental health and how it makes yeah. me feel yeah yeah well you know let's go there because essentially you know when we talk about the glow up in order to have glowed up you have to have gone through some sort of adversity and we've kind of spoken about this in in the wings if you like Mm. and and so you know it hasn't you know you present a very positive very energetic very happy image and I'm sure that is very much the case now um but there were times when perhaps you were train that image but that wasn't what was going on in the background oh yeah I mean like 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 we've spoken previously just snippets of uh, conversations we've had because obviously we're linked you know friends through social media now and that's how we stay connected but yeah I I am uh, I had um it's I had a miscarriage over just about a year and a half ago and yeah it it really uh, that hit you know I hit rock bottom if I'm honest and I had to complete it. It made me look at everything in my life. I think I'd been making serial. I think as women, you sometimes make serial relationship mistakes. You kind of, you know, like I talk about in my Queen Journal. You, mm. you kind of, you know, you can be dating the same guy in different forms, but you just keep dating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, what? you just said so much there. Let's 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 go backwards. And this is one of the reasons why I never like to fully have 
a whole conversation about what you're going to talk about beforehand. So mm. this is a very real conversation. Mm. So I, mean, I I know what it's like to lose a baby. I've lost a baby. And so I'm just saying I can relate your story. Let's mm. let's unpack it a little bit. So um, do you currently have children? No. No. No, so, I'm, I'm just starting the IVF process. Right. So, right. Yeah. And so were you going through the IVF process 18 months ago? No. no, 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 no. Okay, okay. So talk to me a little bit about what led up to that. And, you know, you've decided, can I just say that you always, with all these interviews, you've said, look, this is what I want to talk about. So I don't want any listeners to think that I've said, yeah, come and talk about this. It's never like that. So, no. yeah, tell us what you want to tell us about that scenario. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, it was a, well, what I haven't discussed is I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm adopted. I was adopted at two months old. My parents are uh, both white, so it's a transracial adoption. Okay, so um, those people who can't see you are yeah. a black woman. Yeah, yes. For those who don't know me, yeah, who, I, yes, who don't know me, haven't met me. I'm a black woman, and my parents uh, grew up in South London. And um, yeah, sorry, I, I digress. I think the miscarriage made me look at a lot of things in my life and mm. address every I, I kind it kind of hit me sideways and I think I think I've, I've, there's a quote isn't it every every misdirection is a redirection yes and absolutely. it it hit me so hard but it made me look at every every decision every um everything I hadn't addressed in my life yeah every you know that every trauma that I'd kind of gone through Mm-hmm. it was like an open wound that I had to I had to rebuild myself completely yeah. you would have been um, incredibly vulnerable can, mm-hmm. I, can I ask how far gone you were um I just was about a week before my first scan oh wow wow okay mm-hmm. okay yeah and how how did that impact I mean gosh so much how did that impact on the people that were around you? Were you supported? Were, did you feel supported? Did you feel alone? How did you feel generally with regards to people around you? I'm very lucky. I've got, a, um, I think I've got, a, well, I know that I've got a great team. I call them my royal family. Um, mm. And my one of my ex-boyfriends said, and it did, it's, you make you know when I had to reevaluate my life I remember him saying Shelley comes with a team and I think I didn't really think about that at the time but mm. yeah if I've got you know I call them if you follow my Instagram my my diamonds my front row mm. um and they yeah they you know my mum and dad every they really rallied around and supported me yeah. um I wasn't with the 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 the, the father that the child so I was going to do that on my own oh wow um, wow yeah so in one sense, that was going to be that was a d- difficult situation. But um, in an, in he, another, did he know that you were expecting? Yes, he did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that would have been, a, you know, something that I would, we would have had to deal with. But you know, it's like, yeah. But so do made, you think? I, I guess I'm reflecting back on my own experience. I mean, there's something I don't talk about, but I was married at the time. Yeah, I was married. <laughs> Um, not many people know that I was, but I was, oh, I and mm-hmm. yeah, and so for me, um, I didn't get the support that I thought I might have got from my then husband. So I wonder, um, do you think it might have been more challenging, or or 
given the support that you already have, more difficult or more easier, so should I say, if he had been in the picture? I, I, I think, you know, like I said, I was making very bad uh, choices in terms of the men I was dating right. at that time. Right. So I would, you know, no, I don't think he, he would have been a help to me. <laughs> I think, I, you know, it would have been, I would have been doing it on my own. Obviously, yeah. he would have access. Yeah. He has a child with someone else. I know he has access to, he sees their child. So, but I knew in my head that it was just going to be me on my own. Wow. And obviously, I'm, I'm saying obviously, but I'm thinking that when you got with him, you didn't think that would ever be the case it just turned out that's how circumstances yeah so yeah Yeah. completely unplanned it was yeah it was just something that happened and I was pleasantly surprised so so, sorry explain what you mean by pleasantly surprised being sarcastic no 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 generally serious I I, you know I I didn't know I could have children so I was very oh I see okay yeah 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 so pleased that that happened um and it, yeah it was uh, it was a shock but it was yeah. a completely, you know a ple- you know a, a joyous surprise yeah yeah and, and so then I can only imagine then when things didn't turn out the way in which you wanted them to how much more devastating that was because you never even thought you could have one in the first yeah. place yeah. yeah yeah and so at the time what other than leaning on the support of your family, what did mm. you do to get you through some of the darkest days? Goodness, I mean, I, <laughs> I had, I mean, some, you know, at the beginning, I wasn't even, if I'm honest, I was spending most a long time in bed and I had no routine and I was just, <sighs> just, yeah, just existing for, you know, well, I went to live with my mum for for a while mm. then I went back to the flat and but it, I can't you know and you I literally kind of hit rock bottom and then I started gradually rebuilding I went out every day which was an achievement I went for a walk just little so, so, things okay I guess again I'll stop you there so mm. what was the point where you felt like okay you know me kind of not, not do much kind of staying at my mum's just kind of just merely existing was there a, a particular moment that made you think okay I've got to do things differently um yeah I was <laughs> I remember I, I I was I had no routine at all and I kind of I remember watching this is sound it's going to sound really crazy because <laughs> people won't you know see this side of me but I was watching daytime television which is something I'd never normally do I was watching Minder and it used mm. to come on at three o'clock on a random channel mm. and I remember just thinking yeah as long as I, I was in my head I was like oh if you're up by then that's okay I was actually like god this is ridiculous who, you know who is this person what are you doing come on get a grip kind of, <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that kind of inner chat with myself this, yeah this, this is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. You were going against your very own values. Watch your mind. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, starting to, you know, it's like starting to enjoy it. I was like, what? What? No, come on. Yeah. And then I was like, right. Yeah. I kind of thought that's enough. Enough. Wow. Yeah. I must say of, of all the breakthrough moments, <laughs> I've never heard one like that, but you know, whatever works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, enough. Yeah. You know, and I think my mum was very good. My mum was kind of like, you know, uh he's not going to be sitting around doing this you need to get up come on you know tough love I had a lot of tough tough love and I had a lot of people calling me and checking in and you know and 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 it was just right okay let's get up have a shower brush your hair put your you know that kind of 
get out of the house. I kind of made myself get up every day yeah. and get out. And it, and it started from there. I started writing my own positive affirmations. I started just little bits of exercise. Um, I'm, you know, and I had, I've now got a whole morning routine, which I do. I, uh, Describe that morning routine. Yeah, so I, yeah, my alarm goes off. I um, have my hot water and a slice of lemon. What time does your alarm go off? Um, at the moment, it goes off at eight. What a nice sleeping! I wish. Okay, yeah, eight, good. Keep you sleeping. <laughs> Remember, I, I don't have children. <laughs> no, I yeah, I know, I know. I'm I'm very envious of this eight o'clock start. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I know my sister. I think my sister is as well. Um, so yes, I get up at eight. I have my hot water and a slice of lemon. Mm-hmm. I go brush my teeth, do my hair. But when I do um, brush my teeth in the mirror, I say my own positive affirmation to myself, which I've written. Um, and I go through that process. So teeth. give me an example of one of your positive affirmations, if you don't mind. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I say, I am Shelley. I am a queen. I am worthy of love. I am worthy of friendships, friendships, relationships. And money come easy to me. Mm. Um, and yeah, kind of that, that's, yeah. I, that's I mean, I come from the personal development world. And so I, I very much know the power of affirmations. Mm. But for you, um, I, I, again, so I want people who are not into this sort of thing to kind of understand, you know, a working, how have working knowledge of this. So what does it do for you when you're repeating these lines? Some people might say, you know, the, the cynics out there might say, well, you know, you're just fooling yourself into believing these things are true. You know, why do you do it? Because thoughts become things. Absolutely. And, and every, I know it's, I talk about this in the, in my Queen journal, um, mm. which will be, and, and I just say to people that it's going to sound strange. It's going to be alien. It's like when you learn a new dance routine or you do a new move, you've got no motor pattern for it in your body. So you're just a bit all over the place. Yeah. And it's the same thing with positive affirmations. You, you you start like a baby, like a child, and it's like, what am I doing? This is like an out-of-body weird experience, and I feel mm. stupid. Mm. Yes, you feel stupid, but the more you say it mm-hmm. to yourself, the power yeah. in the words, the more you feel it, Yeah. the more you exude that, the yeah. more you believe it, the more you become it. Yeah. You know, I am, I, am, I, have a, I had a whole... Um, Queen ceremony where I said goodbye to the old Shelley. I accepted the mix- mistakes, the bad relationships, the bad decisions, and I and I had to shut that down and accept and that accept that yes. I made them and move yeah. forward. Yes. And that old Shelley doesn't exist anymore. You know, wow. there's people there's people out there still <laughs> trying to talk to that old person and she doesn't exist. Right. Wow. So you kind of you really went deep. <laughs> yeah no that that's that's amazing um because i think you know a lot of people toy with these ideas but they don't commit some people don't commit to them long enough to really see the benefits of them you know just i was just thinking then back to when i feel like um visual because what you're saying in a certain way is you're talking about visualizations right yeah. visualizing yeah. Your, your different image of yourself and mm-hmm. so for me um it's just a pretty silly example but i once went bowling i, I lived in canada at the time and i was really rubbish at bowling and i just thought i want to get a strike and i said it to myself i'm gonna get a strike i'm gonna get a strike and i imagined that ball going right through the center and me getting a strike listen See, after that, I had that talk with myself, did I get exactly what I asked for? This ball went right down the middle and knocked every single those single one of those skittles over. I was like, what? I'm a witch. <laughs> but it works. It's a point. It works, right? 
Yeah, yeah, that's it. You have to believe that you can, you know, you're, if you believe you can, you know, it's like I have a personal trainer and I never forget, um, I've, I've worked with a few, um, but I remember one, one time I was, there's a, there's a, uh, there's a massive hill where I live mm. near where locally and and he was like you know we're gonna just and I was like oh my god you know look at this hill and you're like well I was like I turned around and I spoke to myself I was like yes you can Shirley yes you can yeah. yes you yeah. can and did yeah. I make it did I do everything you wanted me to do yeah because I visualized myself at the top of that hill and I went up to, you know I sprinted up there as many you know I, you have to visualize yourself achieving it if your yeah. mind takes you there you're already there aren't you yeah and, and I must say you know you talking about this work you're doing with your personal trainer it certainly shows I mean you always looked amazing anyway but you can see that you've been doing some fine tuning like when I look at your pictures I'm like oh my gosh I know this person she's amazing <laughs> like oh. you look so good your phone you know actually what is your um Instagram handle at I am Shelley Palmer yeah so people at I'll make sure I'll keep I put that in the description um yeah go and check out Shelly because she looks amazing and so you you keep you know you've mentioned a few times this this queen journal so this was prompted by your miscarriage yeah it was yeah just having for me to rebuild my life and just it made me look at every relationship that I'd had with you know I have you have to start with the relationship you have with yourself and how you talk to yourself you know that I had to take it track it right back and, you know, I did work, like you said, I've done a lot of work with myself. I also had, you know, help. Um, to, I spoke to a lot of other people as well because it was, you know, I went through, I've probably had post-traumatic stress from lots of t- situations which I've gone through in my life, which I've not dealt with. Yeah. Um, so I worked with people and, I, and, you know, had to look at all of that mm. and my relationship with myself and then the toxic relationships, sadly, some of which, you know, with friends, with partners, um, and it led me to writing a book with my best friend okay. um, called Little Pocket Book of Red Flag. Um, oh, wow. I love that title. Yeah. yeah it sounds yeah. like the book every woman needs to have. Honestly, yes. We've called it Little Pocket Book of Red Flags, um, A Woman's Guide to Dating in the World of Social Media and Managing Toxic Relationships. Fantastic. So, yeah, we talk about um, different behavior traits and yeah the red flags which you know there there are red flags which we've obviously identified but I'm sure you know there's probably there's more out there but we've we've listed our own in our pocketbook and yeah. because just because we recognize that our nieces friends yeah. uh, our our you know some of my friends have got children yeah. Um, and they're going through the things that we did and it's history repeating itself yeah yeah. yeah I think there isn't enough said about these red flags and yeah. you know types of men you can meet not just on social media but you know especially now that's the way a lot of people are meeting others mm-hmm. you know and if you just had an inkling of what you know ginger looks like or crazy looks like you know mm-hmm. um then you know you might not even begin that relationship but i think um you know we as as women we have this idea generally of this this ideal man and we kind of want the men we speak to to fit into that profile but you know unfortunately you do have to kiss many frogs before you get your prince <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and I and I you know I just want to if we can save one woman from what you know me and my one of my oldest friends have gone through then you know this is a passion project it's not about the money it's yeah. about the journey that we have both been on and 
we you know we spent a half our lives learning this or nearly all our lives you know yeah. and we wish we'd have had a reference point to you know and especially now with social media it's you know uh, you know you're meeting people now yeah. is not and and it's it's a very different ball game to when we yeah. were young so is this book out now this book will be out in 10 weeks time on amazon <laughs> 10 weeks i like the preciseness sorry yes carry on sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you can we were very excited it'll be available to download and we are having um, print copies done because we're going to have a book launch um, I'll be sending you a copy but um, <laughs> um, so yes it will be available in hard um, well print version as well yeah. so, I'm, re- I'm, yeah. really, I'm really excited for you because I genuinely, genuinely know even from my own experiences that a book like that is, is needed and it will be good to get you back on actually both yourself and the co-author what's her name louise pullen okay so it'd be good to get you both yourselves back on just to talk about that book and the journey of that book because i mean that's some that's you know a completely different project so yeah book launch are you hoping to have a live launch where yes we want to do it in june oh Um, my gosh be amazing i sounds like oh my gosh like i'm going to be there like you've invited me but i would love to come if it was possible (laughs) yes it's going to be in Wimbledon we want it to be you know um my favorite place in the UK yeah, <laughs> um yeah. but yeah well please come we, you know we well hopefully Boris's roadmap's on track and yeah. June the 21st there'll be no restrictions we, we're, we're waiting obviously to see what happens we course. don't want to set a date and it be pushed back yeah so yeah. as soon as the world opens up yeah then we'll be able to yeah we've kind of got a few venues in mind where we'd like to have it very very exciting it's really exciting so you've got your fitness work queen of fabulous fitness you've got your uh, little book of red little pocket book called red flags is what you called it yes Yes. on the way and and you again i go back to the queen's journal is that something that's private or something again that you're planning to publish no it's yeah (laughs) the little pocket book of red flags is coming out first and then the queen book will come out a couple of months after i'm just finalizing it but obviously i've been just working on getting getting this other book finished first so um the aim is probably the queen journal will come out in um after the summer so september fabulous Mm. and 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 this is you know epitomizes the glow up really because what you've done is turned that adversity into something that can be used not only to uplift yourself but for other people as well and that's exactly what you know the, the idea of this podcast is is that you know from from my experience of having you know my breast cancer or whatever I can then help other people to come through adversity so I think you know what you're doing is amazing and I can imagine that going through that process of, of writing and putting all that together is therapeutic also Oh my, I actually think that, yeah, I mean, writing the book with Louise was very, it, I think it brought up a lot emotionally for us though, because yeah. it takes you back to, you know, and it's hard to write. And I think, I mean, gosh, my dad and mum have read it, and my, you know, some of my friends have read it. It's, it's, it's some, you know, it's hard to read in parts with those people that are close to us. Um, but it's our journey. Everyone that's read it has said that it's needed. And, you know, the, um, one of my dad's friends from the BBC, we've, has read it and helped edit and bring it to life and he's said and, and another uh, good friend who's published a book you know and they both men have said they would they wish they'd have been able to give this book to their daughters wow. um wow. so it's, it's both of them as you know the people that have been involved have all said it's needed yeah. um and I think it's kind of empowered us I think we lost our voices if yeah. I'm honest 
We yeah. both said the same thing. I think when you go, when you, you're in a toxic relationship, sometimes, you know, as, I can't speak for being a man, but as a woman, sometimes you, well, for me, I kind of lost my sense of self and identity. Yeah, I can relate. Yeah. Mm. Um, so this has kind of given us, I think it's the final piece for me of the, you, being almost reborn as Queen Shelley, should I say? Yes. Um, kind of, yeah. And I, and I, and like you with your story, you want, you want to empower, educate, inspire, and 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 you know everybody that you meet, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, cause your journey is, yeah. Every, you know, from pain, you know, to purpose, to passion. It's kind of. Yeah, you want to be able to help other women. It's- yeah, there, there is this whole thing, and I, I won't keep you for much longer, but there, I think there is this thing about, you know, saying, look, oh, my gosh, I made it through something so difficult. But I did it, and I want everyone to know that you do not have to stay in a place, a place of pain. And that's what yeah. we're doing, which is, yeah, it's, it's commendable because you don't have to do that. You could have just run with getting through this and just continue just to be fabulous yourself. <laughs> I think... I think we kind of, you know, as, you know, I've known Louise since I was 12 years old. So we've gone on a friendship journey and I think it, it was just, we kept, we kept speaking, to, you know, we've got obviously different sets of friends, but we kept, people kept, you know, it was always, you know, you're rehearing the same stories in a different form mm. over and over. And we were just like, you know, it's just a cycle that's got to, you know, got to, it's hope you're never going to stop it completely. Yeah. But yeah. to educate women and, and, and I think the thing is you have you have to go and do your own research, don't you, on toxic behaviours or you know yes. narcissistic behaviour types or this and that. And yeah. there's you know, there's you you're kind of you're YouTubing and doing all this stuff and you just think, Oh god, it's Shelley, you just made me think of something. So this is the last thing before I bring this to a close. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure recently you have seen the reports about um, relationship expert, so-called expert, Derek Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts? Like, now, for those of people who don't know Derek Jackson, he is this American guy <laughs> who he's, you know, self-proclaimed expert on relationships. And it's only mm-hmm. recently, and, he, you know, he talks about being faithful, being a good husband, being a good man, and what a good man is. And, and he really kind of dogs men, you know, you know, these perfect men, and none of us are perfect. And it makes up that he's perfect and he has all the answers. And so it's recently been found out that he's had several um, relationships or encounters with women whilst mm-hmm. being married. Most of us didn't even know he was married. So what are your thoughts, Shelley? Um, yeah, I feel very sorry for the for this long suffering lady that was dragged into the yeah. interview with him. Um, it's it's sad, isn't it? For it's collateral. <laughs> it's yeah, collateral. She's yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you say? <laughs> almost collateral damage, isn't she? Really? Yeah. Um, it's it's tragic. I think these, uh, but 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 it's but it's good that he's been you know outed because. Yeah. He shouldn't. He like, he's a charlatan, isn't he? He's been masquerading as this one thing and uh, getting away with. Uh, yeah, I think there were yeah. a lot of men around the world clapping when he was um, yeah. <laughs> exposed. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm sure that the little pocketbook of red flags will help people to avoid the Derek Jacksons of this world. And <laughs> just, you know, yeah, I just. I just wish you all the best with that. I wish you all the best with this book and the Queen's Journal, your um, 
queen of fabulous fitness, fabulous, let's get the words out, queen of fabulous fitness, all of that, because you deserve it. You deserve it so much. And, you know, um, just keep going, keep what you're doing. And, you know, at least you know you now have the tools. If anything ever was to happen like this again, you have the tools to get yourself out. And that's amazing because a lot of people don't have them. So just I wish you all the best. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to come on the Glow Up podcast. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're <laughs> very welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you.